I must apologize if I'm off my top game today. Simone has given me quite like a bad head cold. So if I at all start just like coughing uncontrollably, like <laughs> just be like, Ian's dying, it's fine. Would Simone say she gave it to you? Yeah, no, she would. Uh, yeah, totally. Like this is completely and utterly her fault. I was completely fine. And um... just because I'm going to use this as the intro bit. So just. Oh, yeah. No, well, Simone, you will be listening and you did this to me. So there you go. <laughs> Oh, I look forward to that through the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to your butts, guys. Hello everyone and welcome once again to The Phantom Zone, your one-stop shop for all things nerdy. My name is Chris Fiek and I'm joined once again by my good friends and fellow comic book lovers and nerds, Ian and Toby. How are you both? Hello. Hello. I mixed, I, I mixed up this week, yeah. I thought yeah changed you it. changed the intro and I, 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 you should, this is why you always do the intro because you just, you just have these things off the top of your head. Me and Simone struggled profusely without you but the second you come in <laughs> slick just get it out and i'm like oh why yeah. couldn't we think of that that was just well to oh. be fair you planted the seed with your ideas the last time so i thought one stop shop sounds good and all things nerdy it yeah. all goes together so here we, we throw are. the seeds and let them grow yeah. the brand new phantom zone there you go um <laughs> and I, i'm just here hi toby you both okay <laughs> yeah not bad mate not bad. <laughs> yeah, doing good. I've got a bit of a cold, so if I at all cough and splutter throughout this, uh, do take my apologies. Yes, and to, to for the record, uh, it's Simone's fault. It's totally her fault. Yeah, yeah completely. Simone she gave me this cold. Infected yeah. you with this cold. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what's annoying is she's had it for like a week, and I think she's coming to the end of it now, like having a cold. And then I got it on late last night. I felt my throat <laughs> just swelling up, and I was like, great. Cool. She just lord it over you once you're, she's feeling better. It's like, oh, felt bad, doesn't it? Oh. <laughs> Actually, I, I was Actually. a little bit. She, she's a little bit of um, uh, a little bit of a like addict for lem sips. Like, gotta have that lem sip. Give me my lem sip. Has it been four hours? I want my lem sip. Do you know what you sound exactly like? <laughs> She'd be like, "Can I have another lem sip?" And I was like, it's, "It's been like ten minutes, man. You can't have another lem sip." Like, I can't oh, get my fix, just... man. <laughs> yeah, so, Simone, if you are listening, we are all here to help. You know, yeah, I... yeah. <laughs> it's a safe space. We can talk about the lem. Sip. Ian's just being the gatekeeper to lem sips. Yeah, <laughs> but now it's me. I'm I'm on the lem sip. So the lem sip is in a locked cupboard at all times. <laughs> It's on the high shelf, away from her, from hand, locked Uh, away. Yeah, but I'm all right. Other than the cold, and we're both doing good, it's just Simone is currently working on one of her many projects and unable to join us. She's a very busy person. Very busy. She is working in the film, TV industry. It's very busy. It's very demanding. Well, the three of us who don't have anything else to do. uh, (laughs) (laughs) We have nothing going on in our life. No, not in a Monday evening, no. Um, this week, the, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been a long week and it's only one day. Um, yeah. Oh, it's been such a long uh, week. Uh, but this week, we are here with UK Film Review this mm-hmm. week to celebrate the festive season, because it is that time of year, uh, by talking all about the latest Marvel Studios special presentation, as they're calling mm-hmm. them, which is yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Nice. 
holiday, not Christmas, no, holiday no. special. Holiday special. Which landed on Disney Plus a couple of weeks ago. And uh, we thought we'd get together and talk all about that. Um, yeah. But before that, we have, of course, Ian. Oh, nerd news. Nerd news. That's, that's, <laughs> we do, we've got nerd news. You can yeah, see that well machine is still kicking. Yeah. 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 Slick. We are slick. We're gonna, Always. We're gonna, Seamless. We're going to keep it with that. That's actually what I'm keeping with. Um, <laughs> Um, we, do, uh, we do obviously have Nair News as, as always, uh, a couple of bits of Nair News this week. First off, uh, well, all our Nair News is related to one man, one mm-hmm. one vision, James James Gunn, new head of DCU, EU studios, whatever they're called. We also have clarification for DCEU now, by the is way. It, is it DCU? It's DCU? It, well, it's having gone DCU, to Wikipedia, so we have information. I'm looking at Wikipedia now, which is always correct, obviously. Yeah, but course. according to Wikipedia... Looking on the page, it's DC, as in like the acronym for that. So DC and then Extended Universe. So it's an acronym within an acronym, which is pretty, pretty meta. So it's DCCE. It's DC Extended Universe, which is DCEU, which is then Detective Comics Extended Universe. And then the internet will just change everything and it'll be called the Gunniverse or something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's better than I actually. I think that. That's <laughs> way better. PM Gunniverse. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's get hashtag Gunniverse trending. Yeah, let's right? copyright right. that. That's <laughs> yeah. James Gunn, I know you're listening, obviously. So, obviously. Uh, no, we have, well, we had our. Um, just this is completely irrelevant to nerd news. You haven't even said it yet, but um, <laughs> we we had Spotify wrap up, and I didn't tell you guys on the chat, but we actually have a podcast wrap up. And six people, we're their top podcast. So to you nice. six people out there, thank you very much. I imagine I... we're. F- I imagine me, you, Toby, and Simona, four of them. So the I'm pretty two, sure I'm on there. I'm pretty sure I'm on there. <laughs> Thanks very much. You're well, welcome. Well, jokes on you because I don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I've got better things. You nerds. <laughs> I edit the thing. I don't need to listen to it. Yeah, that's true, actually. I listen to the wrong version. I listen to the version where it's not cleaned up for everyone else. Which is saying something, because whoo-wee. Toby's probably out here going, these guys aren't as slick as they normally say. Yeah, 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 yeah. We this haven't even done that news yet. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. So what is nerd news? Get oh, on with it. Let's who, do it. Who cares? No, anyway. <laughs> It's like a film coming out. Who yeah. cares about it? You know, whatever. Yeah, there's some oh, stuff happening. No, no, we do have no news, and it is all James Gunn related this week. Mm. We are going full on theme for that. Uh, the first news uh, came just in the form of a poster mm. tweeted by the man himself, or sorry, Instagram. I don't know. I don't do social media. Whatever the kids do. <laughs> the Posted. Seamless. So seamless. It was uploaded to the MySpaces and uh... <laughs> <laughs> to the interwebs. Yes, to the ticks and the talks. <laughs> Um, but it was the announcement poster for Blue Beetle, which yeah. uh, comes out next August 2023. Yeah. I think this is the first announcement since he's come on board. I think so, yeah. Yeah, which is quite a left field announcement. It's not something, you know, that people would know casually. Uh, but also, he's had no involvement in it, really, has he? No, he's no. gone. Just I like this. Look at the poster. This is <laughs> my input. Thank you very much. Are we sure there's a film? I mean, he's just yeah. got a poster. <laughs> like... it, got, it got, like, announced that they were working on something like this, like, a while ago. But it just kind of kind of disappeared. And we all kind of forgot about it. And I kind of, we, we knew stuff maybe coming and, like, 
but and I think there's been like again because Wikipedia is the source of all information, uh, and it's completely correct. We do have a cast as well. We have people. Yes, there. we do. Um, but I didn't know James Gunn was involved at all. So is this like his first, like actually, because he's come on as the 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 directive creative mind, you know, the Kevin Feige of DC. Mm. Is this is he actually directly involved with this? Then we know, or does he just like the poster? Well, I'm aware it's just a, he's sort of just tacking his name on it. I think yeah. just he made the poster because I, I, I imagine he'll probably. I mean, he's got to be the face now, hasn't he? So him and Zaslav have probably got to just endorse mm. everything that is supposed to be coming out because mm. I imagine it's going to be the same with Shazam, isn't it? Was that Fury of the Gods? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I think that's true I, as well. I think it'll be. Yeah, I think it, at some point James Gunn will have his name on anything. Kind of like Kevin Feige does, and he'll always mm. have uh, he'll have an overseeing eye over all these things. Image, like this guy. I want this to be good because I like Blue Beetle. But man, yes, know, it comes um, out, and James Gunn immediately goes, "I had nothing to do with this." Yeah. Well, <laughs> this one was this one wasn't mine. It's a Mulligan, guys. It's a Mulligan. Yeah. <laughs> just wait for the next one. I just I just like the poster. That's I just yes. the poster. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> The I think the idea is I don't think James Gunn's the kind of person who goes in and goes ah, I have to have my name on absolutely everything I think I think he's hmm. probably coming and going you guys have been working on this I'm kind of happy for you guys to keep going I'm happy with what's going on uh, sure he might stick his name on it or his name might go on it at some point but I think he's kind of like I've just kind of started I'm not going to come in and try and tear everything apart and do that yeah. so I think I well he's probably in, he's probably involved. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what to do with that girl. Uh, you know, all those kind mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but he might have his name on it at some point, but I think he's just he probably is helping in the background, but just hasn't yeah. put his name to this yet. So Which, what, go ahead, Toby. I was just gonna say it's it's interesting that still to this point we've seen so little of it other than yeah. the poster. I've seen loads of like back uh, production photographs mm-hmm. where like mm-hmm. the costume looks pretty good but i mean he seems to be spending most of his time getting crushed into a car from what i've seen you know if that's the whole movie bang on but i it... thought you were gonna say crushed by a shoe <laughs> <laughs> taking the whole beetle thing really seriously <laughs> they're really taking it seriously uh carry on sorry <laughs> I, I think that's pretty much it. That's peaked the story. No, um, just, I, I just think that there's been very little about it other than just this poster. So I yeah, guess it's, it's weird, isn't it? Getting that buzz generated again. Like, just yeah. like hey, this still exists. Care, yeah, please. it does look cool. Like, I, I, as in the poster does look nice. When I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, they are doing that. And Blue Beetles are very. 1984 vibes from it. From yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, so it, it's cool, and uh, but I totally agree with you, and it kind of makes me a little, I don't want to say nervous, but it makes me a little bit like apprehensive when you don't see much of a yeah. film going into it. Like This is kind of like a similar feel, and we all know how much I hated this film. It's kind of a similar feel of when we were going into Black Adam. We saw very little, a barring like... You love one... Black Adam, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Greatest film of all time. Your favourite film of the year, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Shut up. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, I we saw very little of Black Adam until like I think six months before it was coming out, and then we saw quite a lot, and then it all kind of was a huge amount of it and trailers, and then it was just kind of petered out because we all thought it was rubbish. But it, I don't want that to be what happens with Blue Beetle because I think it's what Marvel did really well was taking characters that like people didn't really know very much or weren't exactly the A-list characters of Marvel. So like your Spider-Mans, your X-Men's, 
they took the ones that like obviously they were popular characters for us nerds but they weren't exactly like the mainstream big characters mm. and they did a really good job with iron man and captain america and thor and made them the huge characters that we know now yeah uh, and i when i heard that it's blue beetle i'm like that could totally work that could totally yeah. and utterly yeah. work to try and distance themselves from having to always keep doing a batman movie or a superman movie or doing you know a wonder woman movie do some of like the more interesting unique characters that the dc catalog has um but it does make me a little bit nervous that we've only seen a poster do do we think because obviously james gunn brought guardians to the forefront as well guardians Mm. not again probably being less of a household name than iron man and Mm -hmm. all those things so do you think james gunn's directive is let's not give them a batman and a superman and all this stuff that they've seen hundreds of times before let's start by giving them something new and something that they go oh okay maybe i'll look into this maybe i'll mm. oh, yeah. do this Definitely. obviously they're gonna to have to have some familiar names in there at some point to kind of you know they can't just have complete unknowns completely across the board mm-hmm. so it might be an interesting directive for him to direction for him to go in or mm. dc to go in is to go let's just throw the rules out the window and not have another batman or another superman or things mm-hmm. we've already seen wonder woman you know mm-hmm. well i think um you know his first sort of foray into the DC world was the Suicide Squad, wasn't it? And I think mm. that was kind of, it was, it, it sort of hit that nail right in the head, sort of you were saying, because, um, you know, you got characters like Peacemaker, Ratcatcher 2, uh, Polka Dot Man, King Shark. I mean, King Shark's a bit more familiar, but you've got a lot of these relatively, uh, Peacemaker's so yeah. niche. <laughs> really and niche. He, he's had such a successful I mean, it could have been John Cena's powerhouse performance. But... John Cena! <laughs> <laughs> but you, 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 you've got Peacemaker, and his TV show was brilliant. And I think there's a, yeah, there's it really a good, was. A good yeah, way was. around it. Has, has everyone seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Much spoilers? No, uh, yeah. This is your spoiler warning for Peacemaker, if you haven't seen it. What? I think if if James Gunn is 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 going to sort of go that route, then you can kind of work around the pre-existing characters the way they did with the finale. You know, you've mm. got peacemaker his story goes around and then it ends you you can have the justice league just pop up out of nowhere yeah because they're characters that really you don't need a re- like i think we made this joke before but how many times you need to see thomas and martha wayne get murdered how many <laughs> every times every time see- <laughs> <laughs> even so when it's not a batman film yes <laughs> just in the background of like a superman film you see them getting shot in an alley just yeah. in the background of a shot we got him, but how? We, <laughs> and it's like Krypton. You don't need to see it blow up again. No. We know it; it's well established. And I think that yeah. kind of worked with the Spider-Man movies lately, mm. because you know we didn't have to retread the Uncle. I mean, they totally removed Uncle Ben from the equation, but yeah, you didn't yeah. have to go through that all again. People know it, and mm-hmm. I think that's there's a good way of working around a, a DC universe with these established characters, sort of in the background almost until is necessary, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can you could. You can build from the ground up with these lesser known characters because he, I mean, he teased. I mean, he teased. He put a picture up of Mister Terrific, and he's mm. a, he's a very cool niche that's character. Cool yeah, that I think could quite quite a lot of potential. I think that's what's excited most like DC fans like myself. Like I do prefer DC comics to Marvel comics. Like on the on in print. I'm not saying that I'm I hate Marvel. There's some amazing Marvel comics that I really like, and obviously I love Spider Man. The X-Men are some of my favorite comic book characters ever. And, and there's been amazing runs like with Grant Morrison's run in X-Men. Um, <clears throat> but I do generally overall prefer DC. 
Um, and one of the reasons for that is that there are just like a wealth of characters. And as you say, Toby, like I think a reason why James Gunn being so being brought on now for DC is that because of how he did with the Guardians and the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, there is this anticipation that he's going to work more with smaller characters. So Blue mm. Beetle uh-huh. being teased with that poster is great. And I agree. I think a really good way of doing, you know, the bigger DC characters like Batman, like Superman, Wonder Woman is bringing them in like he did in that. So I think yeah. it, it is doing it in a smart way. And then you can build up to, you know, a Justice League because, you know, the Justice League we got, we already did an episode on. It was, I think, one of our longest ones. But oh, like, God. it... <laughs> it, it it, I, it, it's just like I, I, I completely, and and I've said it before. I really wish I could like meet Zack Snyder because I'm sure he's a lovely guy and he comes across like that. Yeah. But I just want to tell him that like I feel like you've really misunderstood the characters. Like I feel yeah. like you've just, re- and I get everybody has their own interpretation, but I feel like your interpretation just might be a mile off. Well, I think where... he probably. I think the Snyder is he. I think he got the Dark Knight comic book and was like. Yes. Frank Miller is just yes. Yes. Frank, <laughs> Frank Miller is is my is my direction for all DC. Cuz I mean, yeah. It's it's yeah. very the dark knight it is. sort of style. Everyone's yeah. dark, depressing and grim yeah. and gritty. And that that sort of come off at the the end of that sort of that that generation when that comic book came out. It was mm-hmm. very much of that era, mm-hmm. which was fine, but I think we've kind of moved on from there. And you need to inject a bit of color, a little bit of vim and vigor. And I think Marvel, for the the, the best of their abilities, have mm. really done that. I mean, realistically, before Iron Man came out in the the movie, that is, no one really cared about Iron Man. He no. was a pop, he was a popular ish character in the comic books, and same can be said with a lot of the Marvel ones. But the movies really put them mm-hmm. at the forefront of most people's minds. I mean, the mm-hmm. common person, you know, you'd say Iron Man, it's like who. Yeah. Oh, you mean the Marvel version of Batman? Yeah. But now, yeah. you know, you, you kind of got a toss up between who do people like more, Iron Man or Batman? Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, and go, end, no, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I was going to say, then you end up from 2008 when no one knows about Batman to 2000, uh, 2019 when you're watching Endgame and Tony's taking his final breath. Yeah. And you're, you're like, no, you're crying. And, <laughs> uh, but it's like, how did I get from here to here? It's because they put the work in to yeah. get us there. And I think with something like Blue Beetle, they have that opportunity here to you bring do. in some characters and then later on, maybe five, six, seven, maybe more films down the line, drop a Batman in and go, right, now we're actually going to start, you know. Well, yeah, because that is what Marvel did, isn't it? By dropping in Spider-Man at that point, you know, you're completely right. You know, they didn't retread the ground with Spider-Man doing like an origin story again. They just threw Spider-Man in with Civil War and we went on on our way because everybody knows Spider-Man. You don't need to reintroduce it. You know, you look at those amazing Spider-Man films where they redid it. And you had, they couldn't say with great power comes great responsibility. (laughs) So instead they were like, when you've got a power, you've got to do things to make sure you help people. It's responsibly. It's it's about it. You got to do that. And it, and it just feels so like forced. Whereas the way Marvel did, it was really like, yep, Spider-Man's here. It just makes sense. And you could just do that with Batman or Superman or Wonder yeah. Woman, any of them. And Green Lantern as well. I feel Green Lantern is a big enough character that people would just be like, yeah, no, that's fine. That's that's fine. He's just there. Yeah. And you could do something interesting with that. I mean, 
with the DCEU, DCEU, you, I don't know what it is anymore, but the, with, <laughs> with that, we don't, we don't know. DCEU, like, you, you, you. <laughs> but we, I know ages ago we had, this is the issue I think they also have as well. They keep announcing films. And I think that's why we all kind of forgot about Blue Beetle because there was a long string of films that they announced and then a long string of them got canceled. And I know Green Lantern Corpse was announced, but I don't know if that's happening anymore. Well, that was supposed to be a HBO Max TV show, wasn't it? I thought that was meant to be a film. Is it now a TV show? I, th- I thought it was a TV show. I'm, oh. I might totally miss the mark there. I thought it was a TV show for Who HBO knows Max. now? But this is the problem. No one's, <laughs> yeah. no one's sure what well, the true, hell yeah. is going on in the DCEU. <laughs> I mean, it's nice yeah. to see a poster. That is good. That is a good thing. <laughs> it's a good start, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I think with, with Blue, Blue Beetle, is, he's, he's a, is a bit of a mixed bag because he's kind of a safe bet. Because he can appeal to quite a lot of different mm. um, spectrums, let's say. Mm-hmm. But he's also got quite a unique background, and he's got quite a this particular Blue Beetle. Because you know they, they've seemed to have gone past Ted Cord, yeah, um, in favour of. Well, do we want to give listeners who may not know Blue Beetle is a kind of background as to the character and what his what he's about? Um, you I'll know, let you... Toby take this with, as I've always said, his superior knowledge on on comics. He is a the Oracle in comics. Uh... <laughs> he's, a, he's a little beetle. Well, putting me on the spot here, Ian. Vamp, uh, vamp, just vamp until you get something. He has a blue beetle backpack that gives him superpowers. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, he's, I can't remember his name. I think it's Eddie Jamie Reyes. Jamie Reyes. Jamie Reyes. There is, you go. I'm guessing, that based on Wikipedia, he's I get he's the third <laughs> incarnation of Blue yeah. Beetle. Yeah, because so, the original one was what. Um, this is again just a weird segue, but the original one is who um, Owl Man is based on for Watchmen, isn't it? That's who they wanted. They wanted to have Blue Beetle, the original Blue Beetle. But there's three in the. Uh, in the series of them. I don't read a lot of Blue Beetle, as you can tell, but Jamie Reyes is the one that yeah. we're looking at. Well, he, 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 he gets his powers in a different way because he gets the, the scarab. And I, I, my familiarity with uh, Jamie Reyes is from... Anyone watch Young Justice animated show? I watched a bit of it, yeah. yeah that, that was sort of where I got the most information on him. And most of that comes down to him getting this scarab, which sort of inherently gives him kind of alien tech-ish Iron Man slash Ben 10 kind of abilities that Mm. he can morph this suit to sort of fit his requirements. So he can fly, use like sort of almost Blue Beetle-esque repulsors because of all all Blue Beetles, they shoot laser beams. I Um, mean, they're a real issue. It's a big issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I mean, he's got that touch of sci-fi about him. Mm -hmm. So you you can touch a lot of different bases with the character. I think there's potential with him, but I think he kind of appeals to that Spider-Man crowd as well because he is that sort of teen hero, yeah. and you can really tap that well for young and upcoming. And again, with that sort of mentor experience. So if he gets, say, a Batman, or maybe even a Booster Gold, a more mature Booster Gold, no, oh, Booster Gold would be cool. You could come in and you could change that dynamic up a little bit and kind of have that protege, up and coming hero. Mm. And he could be your gateway into the wider DC universe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would be good. I think yeah. that's a really good idea. Get emailing them. Get them on. 
get, yeah. get, get, get writing for him, Toby. <laughs> I don't know. I've just got my Reddit for him. You know, just, <laughs> just my James, fan specs. <laughs> James, James Gunn, we know you're still listening. Please yeah. take yeah. note. <laughs> yeah, please take note. But, um, no, well, that's a really good idea. Booster Gold would be really cool as well. I really like Booster Gold. We've just got to get Nathan Fillion to play him. Oh, uh, yes. That's, yes. Generally, that's generally the answer for life. Just get yeah. Nathan yes. <laughs> That but would be Nathan so Fillion. good. Just Nathan Fillion. Uh, but he didn't do it for Uncharted, so why would he do it for this? I mean, it's just ridiculous. Anyway, the next year, we've got, obviously, we've got Shazam, Fury of the Gods coming up. Mm-hmm. We've got Flash, Blue Beetle, and so and then Aquaman as well. So I reckon it's going to be a mixed bag. I think we yeah. need to just take it as it comes, because I'm I not... Two of those films in particular, I'm not that excited about. I also think that means the Green Lantern Corps thing is cancelled. I think uh, probably it's not yeah. on the upcoming. It's, it's not on the upcoming. Which on is Wikipedia. A, it's quite dis- which is the Oracle of Information. Yes. Um, which is a bit disappointing. I'm not going to lie. Actually, I think. That's yeah. Just a well, bit, I, I think yeah. a, a, a James Gunn inspired sort of Green Lantern Corps would be really quite. Useful. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be really great. cool. You could have that buddy cop. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I've always thought, and it, probably what they were doing, but I always thought sort of a buddy cop. Green Lantern Corps type scenario would be brilliant. Either do it Hal Jordan and Kilowog. Yeah. Or you can cool. kind of have uh, the Sinestro and Hal Jordan yep. straight face, kind of a little bit like Men in Black. Mm-hmm. You know, you've mm-hmm. got um, Will Smith as the Hal Jordan type character, and then you've mm-hmm. got the Sinestro as the Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. The quite stoic character, the straight face one. And they get into all sorts of crazy hijinks around the galaxy. Again, James Gunn, just use this. Yeah. <laughs> use this. That, that would totally work. That would be great. It would be really good. Our, yeah. our, our fees are reasonable. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Apart from Toby's. Toby asks for millions. <laughs> um, yeah, <I'm> unreasonable. <laughs> uh, so obviously sticking with James Gunn, our mm. second piece of their news, switching to his other um, mistress, I guess, is uh, in, in the Marvel Universe, his last probably his last outing in the marvel universe yeah this must be it right this, this is it well this will be it i mean whether he ever come back who knows he's i guess we'll see but the trailer finally dropped for guardians of the galaxy 3 mm. uh, which comes out next may um this will be the third and final mm. part of james gunn's guardians trilogy which mm. he started back in good god 2014 wow yeah. Wow, so long ago. Oh, yeah. We were all so young. Um, <laughs> um, but what did we think of the trailer? I loved it. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it too. Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. I <laughs> see <laughs> uh, going in for that controversial swing. <laughs> <laughs> Always have to be. Man, I just. Ian's, we all know Ian's always a point of positivity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just forever right. cynical. Low expectations means they can't be broken. It well, right? Okay, have I been proven wrong with that thesis though? Because you and Simone were both really excited to go see Multiverse of Madness, and I said that I was not really that hyped for it, and I was right. So it was the same with Four Love and Thunder as well. I was the exact same with Four Love and Thunder as well. I was like, I I don't know if this is going to be that good. So what I've got to say, the hype the hype train is definitely starting to diminish. You know, the stops yes. are getting fewer yeah. and far between. Yeah, yeah. I think mm. you can only go from dud to dud. Like because Multiverse of Madness, it had some good qualities to it, but I think 
overall the impact just felt a little bit numb. Yeah, Thor: Love, mm-hmm. Love and Thunder just felt like such a waste of opportunities. Big time. That was had, worse, I think, than um, Multiverse I, I'd, Madness. I'd say it's probably my least favorite of all the Phase Four thus yeah. far. J- just, just on the promise of what it could have been, because mm-hmm. Ragnarok was really entertaining, albeit a Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, knockoff. Yeah, um, featuring Thor, which is what I was kind of looking forward to with Love and Thunder, and was kind of hoping that the Thor buddy cop type thing would kind of... I'm sticking with this buddy cop thing. <laughs> I just want buddy cop, damn it. <laughs> I just want to watch buddy cop stuff. I don't want to watch anything else. <laughs> but, you know, Thor teaming up with the, the Guardians of the Galaxy was such a highlight of Infinity War mm. um, for me particularly. And I was really hoping they'd carry that forward, but it was just such a throwaway. Um, yeah, I, I thought just a waste of the Guardians as well, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, um, I said this in the podcast episode. I was like, what was the point? Like there was no point to it. Yeah, I feel like it was just like we throw it in there because people go, "Hey, look, it's them," and they're, and they're gone. Yeah. Uh, it was kind mm. of yeah, I agree because it doesn't mm. it doesn't feed into what we got in the the holiday special, nor nope, volume three, nope, at least what I've seen in volume three of the trailer, which is nothing basically. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I just think kind of wasted potential. But volume three, I've I've kind of got hopes because I've always I, one and two, I always liked the Guardians of the Galaxy. I liked their input in Infinity War and mm. to a lesser degree Endgame because they didn't really do a great deal nah. apart from Nebula and Rocket. But um, I think this promise to Volume 3, I, I, I'm optimistic. Maybe yeah. naively, but I am optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just my noises <gasps> in the background going... <laughs> Tell us about your hopes and then I'll dash them. Well, my hopes. Ian's taught me not to love anymore. Numb <laughs> <laughs> to the world. Uh, what struck me is, it's from obviously, I could, it's a long time ago to remember how the initial trailers for Guardians 1 and 2 were, but this is definitely has a very different tone than the yeah. first two Guardians, which are very much a fun exciting romp through space with Mm. lots of cool tunes and you know quick one-liners and jokes whereas this is a very much a this is the final chapter for a lot of these characters we already know that dave batista's done his drax pretty much uh don't know what's really going to happen with the rest of the guardians but we can assume that not many of them would come back unless james gunn was involved potentially Mm, so this definitely has a very somber kind of this is the end kind of feel, which yeah. is fine, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like James Gunn's trying to mix it up for his last outing. Uh, I feel like we're going to find out a lot about Rocket from what we, I mean, there's yeah. a few glimpses in the trailer, but is that an otter he's hugging, by yeah, the yes. way? Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Just checking. Um, <laughs> um, <Yeah>. but obviously, <laughs> I was just like, just yes. wanted to make sure. I My wildlife badges are intact. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah thank god right um so uh, then obviously gamora's back but not the gamora from the first two films there's a whole thing online it's like people casual viewers who are like didn't gamora die and it's like yes but another gamora came back were you watching the films did anybody say that yeah there was a whole bang the head or something like what (laughs) i mean it was the whole thing that she came back but it's like a major plot point of of that film is that she came back but it'd be interesting yeah, to see how she gets back into like the and They don't wait and watch every single movie. 
it was Endgame. It's the, it it's the literal it's, end. There, there is a guy. I know people whose first outing was watching Endgame. Yes, and then I, like, I don't know what the hell's going on. There's what? a guy. Wouldn't. It's the last of like a thousand movies. There's a guy in my work who's literally watched Avengers, Age of Ultron, Infinity War, and Endgame, but nothing else. I was like, it's like doing a jigsaw with three quarters of the box missing. It's like, how? How? <laughs> I don't Why understand. Why would you even bother? What? Well, yeah. Yeah. Just. Uh, right, get anyway. in the sea. That's why uh, I say those people. Um, but Gamora's back, and we've also got Adam Warlock. So yeah, and the High yeah. Evolutionary. Who and the High Evolutionary. High Evolutionary is cool. I don't, I I've... maybe it's because of the the hype thing that we were just talking about, and that every single one of the films has just always everybody's always been hyping them for me. Um, but I've, I this I can't keep going. Oh. The next one's the one that I'm really looking forward to to bring my my hopes of Marvel. Like, of course you can. We can edit it out. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Phase Four has basically just survived thus far. Yeah, right? like, yeah. You may not like this one, but the next, next one's one. going to get you. We're yeah, going to do. That. We'll do before Year's End, or, or maybe even maybe it'll be the first of January. Because Christ, we're almost we're already almost at the end of the year. But we'll do a review of Phase Four. Right, we will do a review of it, and and I think we're all in unison in saying that like it's not been great. Oh, and... Best phase, best phase, <laughs> number one phase, better yeah. than the rest. Um, and I just am like a bit like I can't just keep being like the next one's the one to get me hyped, and the next one's the one to get me hyped. And like I, looking at this phase, we've got Ant Man first, Quantumania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, the Marvels, Captain America: New World Order, Thunderbolts, and Blade. And out of all of those ones, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is the one I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah. And the trailer didn't show us a lot for me to get super hyped on. I don't really want to get super hyped going into it, because if I do and it's not good, I'm going to be even more disappointed. I think it will be good, because James Gunn is a good director. But I'm also, in the back of my mind, concerned, because obviously this film had difficult production process. James Gunn was fired, then he was rehired. I don't know how much of that's going to have affected the actual making of this film and the writing of this film and how that's going to come across. Um, so that is something that I do consider. Yeah. Plus, he's also got his DC career to think about now. So he could have just really crapped this one up. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just made the worst possible yeah. film. <laughs> just to really screw. Actually, sabotage. There was that actually is kind of like this is a totally random story, but Marvin Gaye was in his divorce was sued like in his divorce with his wife uh one of his wives i think but what uh, he was forced to make an album and she got the money for it so he made the worst album he possibly could make <laughs> <laughs> and it sold really badly yeah i mean he could yeah he totally true do it have done it yeah yeah he could have done that with guardians of the galaxy volume 3 just being like yep i'm just not gonna bother because t- to be fair to him he got fired in a very like um what's the word i want to use it was. It wasn't the best circumstances he got fired in. Like nobody gets fired under good circumstances, I guess. But like, you know, they. It was. It wasn't. It. It was. It was not a a mutual parting, shall we say? No. And then they were no. like, "Oh, come back! Actually, could you come back and finish making this film that's going to make us tons of money with the characters that you like?" I. I feel like that you could be very bitter whilst making yeah. that film. Well, you it, know? it was. I mean, the problem with these guys. And the way their industry works is it's all very public. Yes. Yeah. And there, there's no subtlety about it. It was he was doing it, and then 
a kind of inappropriate comment was made mm-hmm. on Twitter years ago, years and years ago, yeah, yeah. which years doesn't ago. necessarily may excuse it. No, but no, it's but, different yeah. times. People different change, people grow, like, exactly. You know, and it it was very reactionary on Disney or mm-hmm. Marvel's part to be like, no, cool, here's the devil, he's got to go. Yep, not really giving them the time of day. And then again, it seemed very reactionary to be like, Whoa, okay, we've probably not been the best press for that. So let's bring him back. Yeah. And James Gunn just seems to be like, what the hell's going on? Am yeah. I here? Am I not here? Yeah. And it- I, th- I think th- this might be just me being cynical, but if DC hadn't come along and offered him the Suicide Squad, Marvel wouldn't have hired him back. I think you may be right. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. I don't. I don't see other any other reason for them to back down other than DC literally very quickly said, "All right, come, come, come over here," and uh, yeah. that was it. Mm-hmm. But you're right; they didn't leave on the. It wasn't the best situation, uh, and it 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 doesn't. I'm not saying that. Obviously, the trailer has. It, you are right; it's a darker theme. I think Rocket's going to die. I think a lot of them are going to die, um, but. You know, I don't think that's. I don't think it's a darker theme because of the the context of what happened. Not at all. I just think maybe there's like. Do you think this would have been his last Guardians film if that hadn't happened? Because I remember at some points people were talking about James Gunn kind of taking over from the Russo brothers to direct Avengers films and stuff, what and then mean? that happened. Like it never was set in stone, but I heard like like rumors in Hollywood that that was going to be the thing. And the Russo brothers were going to move on, and then James Gunn was going to take over, and then all that happened. He got fired. They brought him back. It kind of feels like this may have not been the actual end of the Guardians. In... Well, I think from earlier comments he made, it was always destined to be a trilogy. Okay, and yeah. I think Fair he enough. always planned it to be a trilogy. And I think from comments he made or someone made, this is the last of the Guardians we'll see in this particular lineup. Okay, mm-hmm. so I, I think it's going to be a huge waste of an IP if Marvel just can it after this third one i think yeah. it's more along the lines of that whoever's left in the ashes of whatever happens at the end of this one mm. they'll pick up the pieces and start a new team potentially mm-hmm. you know adam warlock might be a part of it yeah I, I don't know how it goes because there's there's a lot of potential with this mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's introducing quite a few very unique and very interesting characters overall but my biggest gripe with it is i feel that particularly adam warlock is he was wasted he's too late yeah, I mean, way too his, late. One of some of his best storylines include a character who's no longer with us. It's just dust. Yeah, Thanos. And it, I, think I, it I before really end, wasted that. Yeah, before Endgame, there was a lot of like theories about what was going to happen because we had seen Adam Warlock sort of like cocoon. Yeah. And some people were like, is Adam Warlock going to appear? Because he obviously, you know, somebody who fought Thanos, had the Infinity Gauntlet, big character against mm-hmm. Thanos. Yeah. Massive. He's got the soul stone in his forehead. <laughs> it's, so, it's right I mean, there. It's right in his head. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the problem is, obviously, they'd established characters. And this is back to a theory of mine. They hadn't, I, they hadn't landed on Thanos properly for a while. So they probably introduced him, but weren't quite sure what to do with him. And mm. I think they'd already kind of painted themselves into a corner with the characters they had to then put Adam Warlock in that. You kind of have to sacrifice someone like Doctor Strange or someone like that if you yeah. wanted to get an Adam Warlock character in there to fight Thanos. And I think at yeah. that point they were already too far gone. So I, I totally agree with you, though. Adam Warlock should have been there. And I'm glad he's here, and I'm interested to see where that goes. But 
I'd, I'd like to have seen but he should have been there he should have been there you know <laughs> um i also i also do think this will be this would have been the, definitely the last guardians film under james gunn because i think another comment he said is he wanted this to be rocket's full circle so he basically yeah. wanted to tell the story of rocket which i think this will do he's definitely hopefully. gonna die he's definitely gonna die you heard it here know. first <laughs> rocket's gonna die he's he's too lovable no, he's definitely going to die. He def- I'm not. He's definitely going to die. I feel like it's too obvious for Gunn. You know, I, I know him personally. And <laughs> and he goes to you. He's like, I tell you, Toby, that's too obvious. Too obvious. Too obvious, Toby. I'm leveling with you here. I just think it's a bit. It's too It's too ominous from the trailer that, you know, somber music, very big limelight on Rocket, lots of tears, lots of. One last time. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's have let's have a, yeah. a, a, a let's have a bet, three of us, right now. Okay. Pick, pick someone who's going to die. So, Ian, you're saying Rocket. I'm saying Rocket. Yeah. I'm going to say Drax. I also think more people will die. By the way, I think actually there's going to be like a mass culling of Guardians. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll go. Rocket is definitely going to okay, die. I'll if there's for... one going to die, it's going to be Rocket. I'll go for Drax. Uh, Toby. Well, I don't want to copy you guys, so I'm going to just say Peter Quill. Ooh, could happen, you know. Could happen. Could it happen. could happen. I thought you were. Gonna, I thought you were going to say, "Not going to copy you guys." So I'm going to say Batman. Batman's <laughs> parents are going to. Thomas and Martha. Wayne. Well, you never know. Thomas and Martha might be in the back of nowhere somewhere. Yeah. Get shot. Skin shot. Crime alley. I mean, I mean, it, it, it wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Chris Pratt's character was killed off in some yeah, way. Could happen. Or could happen. Not necessarily. He's got a Mario career to think about yeah, now. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yes, he's, he's committed to probably... He's got that Nintendo money, the big uh, giant gold coins. 12, 12 <laughs> film franchise with that accent. Um, <laughs> it's getting paid in gold coins. He's also me. doing Wario as well. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, it, in all seriousness, Chris Pratt has. Uh, I'm not sure how many Jurassic films he's got, but he's also mm. got. He's got other films. He's yeah, probably it's true. Want, it's true, actually. Yeah, it, so. he's, he's probably the highest valued member as well, isn't he? Yeah. In terms of like expense, uh, although maybe Zoe Saldana, because you know, she's got all that Avatar money coming her way, and they've got more of them coming out, which we'll be reviewing in the future. That's a future episode coming up right there. Seamless. Um, but yeah, she has. She has got a lot of money. No, but I think Chris. I think he's the main star. I think he draws people in. Yeah, true. Yeah, okay. but I think they could kill him off. I could see that happening. It could happen. Maybe they all just die. That's well, that's it. what I th- I do think. I, Big fiery I, blaze. I think there will be just a mass culling of the guardians. I think. I think that is. I what mean, that could be. definitely be James Gunn's like fu. Well, look what he did in like so the Suicide Squad, didn't he? he? Like a lot of people died in that, and I feel like I know, I know it's a bit cliche of like the tone of the trailer being so, but. I think a lot of people might die. Like, I think genuinely it might be a gen like dark end to their saga, not in a, but in a glorious, like heroic way. But I think, you know, there quite might be quite a few of them. I could see Drax dying as well. He would also be on my list. And I also would have Peter Quill, but I do think number one will be Rocket. I think they're just going to like, that's going to be a big, you know, that's a, uh, I'd like to add Nebula to that list because she's, she's got the ability to be thrown away. Yep. she's, 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 She's kind of had her piece now. She could have a full on redemption arc at the end of this film. Exactly. And yeah. that'd be it. Save yeah. Gamora, bring Gamora back, do whatever yeah. she needs to do. And then. I think Groot survives because it'd be it. too on the nose to kill Groot again. Yeah. 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 So I think Groot survives. I think it'll be just Groot and um, Gamora. There'll just be the two of them left. 
well, we will That'd find... be depressing, won't it? <laughs> well, we will we will reconvene. Yeah, not May... happy, you know. <laughs> yeah. we will reconvene in May to talk about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. God, that was just nerd news. Um... No, like that was majority of nerd news. The, the problem with too big of nerds. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> no one's going to but... listen to this one. This is going to be it's going to be like fuck, Jesus. <laughs> Those listeners who are we were top of the Spotify drop. You're welcome. Yeah, six. So, you six. Yes. We love okay. you. Enjoy love you. It's just your... for you. Yes. <laughs> in your ears, for you. Um, but that does bring us nicely into the main feature of our podcast, an hour in. Um, <laughs> Seems. Um, but which, we digress. Which is, <laughs> yeah, we digress. Uh, and the final bit of James Bond-related <laughs> discussion, main, main thing, before we get to enjoy, or not enjoy, if you're in, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, <laughs> In May, I don't enjoy anything anymore. We do have. Uh, <laughs> there is no happiness there. <laughs> um, we do have the, uh, the festive edition from the Guardians, mm. uh, which is Marvel's second special presentation is, after yes, World War yeah. by Night, um, mm. which is the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which has been mm. an, which was announced ages ago and is finally mm. now just. Disney Plus to watch. It's about 40 minutes long yep. and uh, has most of the cast you'd expect minus Gamora for obvious reasons. She's not yep. quite joined the Guardians again yet since she went. She was making Avatar at this point. She was making Avatars or is that Dennis busy making Avatar? Um, <laughs> no, Gamora. Uh, Gamora Gamora <laughs> specifically. Gamora's <laughs> going to Pandora <laughs> to make Avatar. Kind of um, green into the, all this blue. Yes. <laughs> And hopefully make the script better. Um, yeah. but, um, <laughs> more on that, that in our Avatar special. Um, but so, yeah, we've all seen it. Watched it today, in fact. Watched, watched it today. today. Um, yeah. So, what did we think? Ian, you go first. <laughs> go with the cynical person first. Go, go. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? It's a good time. Like, I, it's, you know, like I'm comparing it to, because these special ones are a bit more condensed, they're not full films. Mm. So I think it'd be unfair to be like comparing it to Guardians Galaxy Volume One or Two because they're full-fledged yeah. films. This is is a short story essentially. Um, I think Werewolf by Night is better. Like I I think Werewolf by Night is maybe the best thing they've released in this entire period. It's been really great. Um, but I think this is fun. Like it's a good time. I I enjoyed watching it. Um, I, do I think it's a little bit like? Um, a little bit cheesy like the american holiday special things yes but do i think it's meant to be like that yes i think it's intentionally meant to be over the top on that those aspects of things they even make jokes about that in it and uh, so yeah i enjoyed it i had a good time the cynical person isn't that cynical today i thought it was a good time i enjoyed wow. it wow it must be the christmas <laughs> spirit taking over <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's getting to me uh toby what did you think i hated it no, I'm joking. No, <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely, for a oh. minute, was like, "Oh, he might have, though." I know him. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, I, 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 I really, I'm not the biggest Christmassy movie fan. Mm. Um, I like my fair share, but uh, I think the, the sickly sweetness of it was forgivable in this setting because I think it it was very tongue in cheek with it as well. Yeah. Um. But I know I, I really liked it. I thought um, it gave more so the side characters like Mantis in particular yeah, yeah. a nice bit of limelight. And I think mm-hmm. if nothing else, it really sort of sets the stage and kind of loosens the strings for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think it kind of puts 
all of the potential exposition dump and kind of gives it a setting, you know, so now they've got nowhere. They bought it from the collector. That's cool. Yeah, I, I have Cosmos some questions this that. And things like that. Yeah, and a few questions that you got. What did you think, Chris, before I asked Toby questions for context comic book wise? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so if we're going to go with our usual scale of the broad, the broadly, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't give it a broadly. Yeah, you go ahead. I'll think about I'm what I'm going to say it's broadly fine. Yeah, I, I would too. I, yeah. First 10 minutes, I was like, Mm, this is not going to work. I did not. Yeah, like I didn't it. like the, the, the first band bit. The, the song, you know, uh, Chris Pratt for the first bit there just looks like he's just like I could be anywhere else. Right there. <laughs> uh, he does not look engaged at all. Uh, what the hell am I? And doing? I feel I do, I do, I do, I do the I can't speak. I did like the the dynamic between between Drax and Mantis. I thought that worked eventually. I feel mm. like it took. Like I say, the first ten minutes, I was like, mm, "This is just going to be one of those sickly sweet cash in kind of Christmas specials that I'm not going to enjoy." Mm-hmm. But I did grow into it. It did find its groove, and it did become. It did get funny, and there are there are some funny minutes, and you think, "Oh, this is why it's Guardians." I wasn't a fan of the animated bits either. Were you I'm not? not? No. What? Yeah, I, I I wasn't. I was I, not either. I thought no. that because it's. It's meant to be like it's doing it because of the Christmas specials. You have like Blumin, what's that one that Americans love? And it's Rudolph, and it, it's something. It's like got a full title, but it's a Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer one, and it's like weird animation. It's clearly like meant to be like a and um, Blumin Community did an episode like that, didn't they? So yeah. like I felt but it was I, that vibe. It, it I almost also felt that they just couldn't get Michael Rooker back, so they yeah. just had to animate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did like, you we'll, think we'll get, I thought they did? That yeah, we'll get him to do his voice from location wherever he is and then we'll just draw him and then everyone thinks he's there <laughs> yeah it did it literally screamed at that to me i was like you could not get michael ricker on set so you know <laughs> i basically... quite liked i quite like the animated bits yeah. i thought it was like i just Christmas thought especially i, I don't that. i don't yeah again God, the, the most cynical person on the podcast <laughs> likes christmas jesus like what's going on i just i just thought like if you it seemed like it's because you can't get michael ricker there otherwise why would you do it i don't yeah. think i know why of christmas yeah, I know, but it, it kind of, it's very jarring to the rest of the film, and it just and because John Doe got such a good send off, I'm like I was hesitant to bring him back. Although I do get yeah, the story, I, yeah. but I just don't that bit didn't work for me. Okay, all right, so, yeah. yeah. What were your questions for Toby? <laughs> well, I completely. Why are they on nowhere? When did that happen? Well, I mean, from the story, they said they bought it from the collector. So that we there was no I, I, previous. I wasn't even aware the collector had survived. Yeah, I, did, I thought he died. I thought I had missed something. And you being the like, you've you, I I sometimes forget like what the MCU stuff. The, we haven't missed something there, right? No, just I, 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 I think it was I think a that's kind of what it was for. It was just we wanted this to happen because it happens in the comic books. Cosmo in the comics runs nowhere. Yeah, you know, she, she or he, depending on which narrative it goes through is the sort of the front runner of nowhere has the community going and the guardians mm. hang out there, chill out there. So it was, it was kind of getting that as the new status quo. And it just felt, as I said, it's easier to get it into this one off mm-hmm. through a, a very quick exposition. Right, okay. I, f- I thought and I'd then we, we don't have to explain it in the third film. It's okay. Just, we're here now. I but thought then, I'd miss something when I was watching that. That was a bit in. I found that first ten minutes perhaps jarring, but in a different way. Then not because of the 
a Christmassy bit, but more like, how did we get here? Like, because no, from yeah. they just threw it in with just that one. Yeah, I, I, I was, I had the same question, and I was like, how? When did they buy Nolan? Then I was like, well, they must have just, they must just be saying this because, as yeah. Toby said, we okay. don't, want, we don't want to spend. 20 minutes of our next film setting all this up <laughs> so i i guess that's fair like for that i i will say it's broadly fine for me too just because like if i hadn't watched it, unlike werewolf by night i was like this was great i to tell everybody who's an mcu fan to watch this mm-hmm. for this i guess i would be like watch 10 minutes to know that they bought nowhere and cosmo's there and then you don't need to watch the rest unless you want to have some funny times. Like it's not, it doesn't really provide more than just There's like some familiar, um, familiar connections, isn't there? Oh yeah, yes, yeah, true as well at the end. Yeah, yeah. So... but you also learn that in the first ten minutes. It's so, just yes. at the end true, he true, tells true. Uh, Mantis spoilers. Well, why are you listening to this? So you're an hour in, you know it's doing spoilers. Um, Mantis is. Um, I was about to say James Gunn. I'm reading James Gunn on the <laughs> Mantis. And I'm the guest is Peter Quill's half sister, so yeah, yeah, cool, sure. Is, I, my only question. So what is, we're saying is just it, watch the first ten minutes and then just switch it off. That's well, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm it Kevin Bacon. Everything else could go hell. Yeah, well, exactly that... how everybody treats our podcast. Listen to the first ten minutes and then turn it off. Yeah. I, I mean, realistically, I'm I'm here for stacked group. He was he was the highlight for me. Yeah, yeah short, yeah. stocky, stacked group. I'm yeah. all there for it. I like the fact that you got an old school Game Boy as well. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, that, was cool. that is cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's cool. Also, we also find out that Nebula at some point has taken Bucky's arm. Yep, there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of stuff. Talking about that, there's a lot of stuff that is now contextually like this it's is ca- added. It's canon. <laughs> it's canon now. So and yeah, also, the how arm, does that work? How does that work? How did she get the arm? Why is it there? Also, GoBots are a part of this universe. Yes. Love the GoBots. Yep. So GoBots are now part of the MCU. At some point, killed Drax's cousin. And they are also known on Earth and had a cartoon program here. Yeah. Also, Batman is a character in this universe. Yeah. Yeah. Because Kevin Bacon knew who Batman was. is within the MCU. (laughs) Wow. There's a lot of layers to this. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is a, I left this more like DC characters before because didn't in the Eternals. Bleh, <laughs> <they> <laughs> hey, you could tell me anything that happened in Eternals, I'd agree because that film has gone well out of my head. I've forgotten <laughs> everything. Well, they reference Superman, you know, because oh yeah, um, they do. What's his name? Icarus. Yeah, they, they make the joke about Icarus being Superman. He's like, I don't wear capes. And I was like, yeah. boo! The Incredibles did that first. Boo. I guess I guess it's a safe bet it's a safe bet for MCU to basically reference DC because they're not going to be a crossover there. But I love that they're referencing more iconic characters as well. Yeah. Like, that's quite funny. You're not I, Superman. I did You're like Batman. I did like the fact that Rocket gets the arm because obviously back in Infinity yeah, War he, he says, he I'm gonna get that arm. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, he got that arm, but then I was like, Hold on, how did how did she yeah. get that arm? I mean is it would have been better really if, messed his, up? Um, if they got the the Winter Soldier up. Oh, I can't, they can't because that got blown up, didn't it? No, that is no, that's the one from Wakanda. Yeah, that's the Wakanda one, yeah, yeah. But it, but it just, for me, it just would have been cooler. Yeah, yeah. If they had the Winter now Soldier is, one, is, is Bucky just armless? Yeah. Or are yeah. they going to go into the Thunderbolts and Bucky's going to? Oh, New World Order. I imagine he'll be in that too, but. Is he going to have like, cameos for five minutes just to nick his arm? And be like, boy, this is just for a one-time gag. Yeah, yeah. 
or it's maybe weird, right? I what they could <laughs> what they might do is like they've done here is they'll have a throwaway line where Bucky has his arm and then he'll throw the line <laughs> and they'll have a throwaway line going, Oh yeah, I finally got my arm back. No explanation. Yeah. <laughs> MCU just go to space for it. Yeah, I went to space just to get my MCU context is now just throwaway lines. It's so just, maybe they just won't explain it. They'll just be like, it's just a throwaway gag. Don't think about it. Their tagline could be MCU because we said so. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. we it's, said it, it is like the GoBots it's as the well. It's the multiverse. That, yeah, it's true. It's multiverse. I, the GoBots kind of threw me as well. Because I was like, for people who don't know GoBots, which I mean, if you're listening to this and you're this far into it, I imagine you do know GoBots, but they were like a Transformer knockoff, essentially. And... For them to be like, yeah, GoBots not only are a cartoon on Earth, but they also killed Drax's cousin. I'm like, yeah, that's funny, but I'm also now like, what? Do you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. fine. It's a funny joke, but I'm also like, that's really weird. There's a that's lot like, of questions that get asked here. I, I always just think of that Simpson quote. It's like, well, what about this? Well, just whenever something happens that the writers can't explain, a wizard did it. <laughs> you know, so they could just be like, Doctor Strange did it. Yeah, it was true, actually. The multiverse of Madness did it. You could Wonder easily fix that by just saying Doctor Strange got his arm back. Yeah, yeah. or just different universe. Yeah. Yeah, all of this took place. So don't watch it because it's not canon. <laughs> Everything after Infinity War, whole phase four, it's, just, it's not canon. It's all just an Elseworlds. <gasps> oh, world. my God. It's just actually Tony wakes up from a dream. He's like, oh, man. No, it's Dallas. <laughs> they are. Okay, wait, no, sorry, that's very good. But da- it's like if you guys know the Dallas um, controversy from years ago, Dallas yeah, was yeah, a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> just why I quoted JR. Oh, yeah, sorry, I didn't hear you say JR. Wait, I would love if um, not Pepper Potts, but Steve Rogers gets out of bed and Tony Stark is in the shower. and he's like why do you look so scared like steve what's wrong i just had the worst nightmare (laughs) oh can you imagine the internet would absolutely love that jesus christ i i would fear for kevin feige's life that would be an amazing way to end this if there's a way to end the mcu don't even have it as like steve rogers have it as like the actors I mean, playing you could, themselves you could sort of harken back to she-hulk and it was the kevin robot yeah basis is like yes. oh, that was a bad plot line i'll just throw that away yeah that or would they, be really good they can maybe just do sopranos and then halfway through a film just cut to black and then like, that's it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it get out of here go home that's all uh, folks that's 20 years of your life just thrown away yeah it's it's fine. I would I do agree. It's broadly fine. The Christmas special. It's fine. Or holiday special. It's broadly fine. It's I, I, I I like the idea of the premise. You know, get Kevin Bacon as a present for. Yeah, that for, was all funny, for, wasn't it? I like that because I, I love Kevin Bacon for all his yeah. stupidity. Advert. By the way, another what, question. What, what, one of my best bits was when he got a phone call in space, and my yeah. wife, my wife yeah. turned to me and she went, "Of course, he's got good coverage. He's with EE." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also love in that scene when he says to his wife, I've got to tell people about Christmas. If I was his wife, I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> my, my biggest, like, what the hell's going on with Kevin Bacon is, where is, like, is that his house? Because that living room, it was just this small pokey. Where was his family? He was supposed to be going for Christmas. His family was elsewhere. 
was he going back for Christmas? Were, were they coming to him for Christmas? What was the dynamic? Where was he hosting them? I, yeah. I agree. There's no. Yeah, um, said that. Yeah, that lounge yeah. was so small. <laughs> yeah. But it, it was also, why is he on his own? He's Kevin. Teeny tiny little coffee table. Yeah. Why is he on his own? He's Kevin Bacon. He's never yeah. on his own. Let's be honest. Everyone wants to hang out with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> why is he on his own eating a, a sandwich? <laughs> Yeah, it's so many weird. Like the and, night before Christmas. Yeah, the, yeah, it's literally Christmas Eve. It's so it's, because it's he's bad. It's actually really depressing. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Bacon on his own at Christmas Eve, the cheese sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> he's like going to himself. What happened? What went wrong? Well, oh, you don't seem sadder. I bet there's no one on the end, other end of that phone. I bet he's just yeah. talking to no one. Yeah, no one's there. There is no one. There's no one coming for Christmas. Yeah. There is another question, actually, for you guys with like the universe now. And I know a wizard did it is the answer. But Kevin Bacon is in this film, right? Is this the he, X-Men? Correct. He's an X-Men. Exactly. Toby knew exactly where I was going. He is an X-Men. First well, class. because I'm Professor Xavier. Uh, I, yes. I was reading your mind. <laughs> Sitting in my cerebro. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gonna get killed really badly in uh, Multiverse of Madness. Just... But don't worry, we'll we'll retcon it out. Yeah, don't worry, Wizard did it. It's fine. Literally. <laughs> was, um, but so, does that mean X Men First Class is in this universe too? Well, who knows? Because Fox, this Fox universe m- must kind of exist. Yeah. Because of Deadpool and Hugh Jackman. But I mean the woman. film. I mean literally the film. In this, oh. this in this universe, Kevin Bacon is an actor. He's a human being in this universe. And he plays uh, a character. Yeah. So Ooh. they talk about him being, you're just an actor, which I actually found that dialogue really funny that they yeah. just kept slagging off actors. I loved that Beverly just turns and goes, we hate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was great. And he's like, I should be offended, but I feel really great. <laughs> yeah, that was great. But that means Kevin Bacon played... What's his face? Not Magneto. When, unless it's just another thing where they just just don't think about it. It's going to be a don't think about it. Obviously, I'm being pernickety, but it is weird, right? It's but just, it's like yeah. the Evan Peters thing, obviously in One Division. But that's worse. That's yeah, way that worse. worse. The Evan Peters yeah. thing is actually way worse. That's like Kevin Bacon being in this is kind of funny. He's in Footloose, obviously. You know, Peter Quill loves Footloose. That's all fine. The 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 Quicksilver thing in wandavision is actually terrible like that actually is genuinely you didn't like the boner joke was that not your favorite part of the whole show the boner joke all that for a boner joke god boner. I, that. <laughs> I i that show started so well and then it yeah. ended so badly they like, really just... ruined wanda yeah yeah From just totally just the whole one dress of madness thing is like You've just totally ruined with that character's kind of. I just no, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, but yeah. In answer to your question, in answer to your question, I don't know if Kevin Bacon's okay. character. <laughs> Move on, a wizard. Did it. What, what I do, what I do want to question is, did he write that song and then bring it to the direct to the producer and say, "I've got a song," and they've gone. We need Kevin in the movie, so just let him sing his song, and then we can do it. Because that song, while catchy, isn't that great. Um, It's basically about how when you're younger, things are fine. But when you're older, things are a bit... And then... (laughs) But don't worry, because it's Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) It's basically... That sums up his song. And everyone's like, yeah! I'm like, 
the lyrics are not great. <laughs> he must not... have been writing that whilst he was eating his cheese sandwich. Yeah, it must have been. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Life was a... brilliant when I was a young and upcoming actor, but now I'm it sitting here <laughs> in the living room on my own, eat the cheese sandwich. Chris was about Christmas. Great when I had loved ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where are my family? And why are they not here? Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, both the songs are a bit eh, aren't they? Like the first yeah. one, it starts. It, I get the joke. But it kind of just kept going and going. And I think it's because yeah. like they had quite well, I don't know them, but apparently they're quite a famous band in there. Um they're like an actual group doing Oh, they were eight sevens, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just I didn't really know them. Um but like that's cool. That's cool. But it kind of just kept going. And they just kept making jokes about like, oh, they clearly don't understand Christmas because they're aliens. Do you get the joke? And it's like, Yeah, yeah, I got the joke. I got the joke. You know. I I think both songs are a bit eh. Yeah. As we're talking about it, I'm kind of like, yeah, no, it's, yeah. I went from like being like, I really enjoyed this to being like, I think the general yeah. beats were, I think the general beats were quite fun. I thought the Mantis Drax thing was really fun. I, I really liked the dynamic between those two. Yeah, I, I've always thought them to be quite fun and mischievous. I really liked the scene with the police. I was about to um, say, yeah, I thought that I thought was that the that best was really scene. Cool. Yeah, because it, it highlighted how these are goofballs in their mm. own setting, but they're actually quite dangerous. Yes, characters, you know, just to the regular human population because mm. i i also quite like the the scene where they're flying over and mm. they're saying have you got the clothes on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah and you've got all the people you've got some people like oh my god it's a spaceship and they're just <laughs> popping out their phones because i mean that really just sums up our population these days yeah all of us are going to scream in terror others are going to record it and put it on instagram it's so fun that is very funny i agree with that i i think they made this like I liked their dynamic the most and enjoyed them going through like if that police scene is great or even the chase of Kevin Bacon through his depressing house to outside <laughs> to the police is great because I love the bit where he's like are you going uh, I forgot my little my little funny man <laughs> my little man <laughs> yeah and he's like do you want to help Peter or do you want a little funny man he, he like, actually takes a minute to think about yeah. it <laughs> like, little man <laughs> got to say everyone sort of sings and praises about Tony um Robert Downey Jr playing Tony Stark but Drax, I gotta Batista, say, Dave Batista was made for that role. Yeah, he is so he was, good. He's brilliant. He yeah. really is. He really is great. And the and he's like, you got to keep your man. It's not a man. It's a shape. <laughs> and then she asked the police officers, "Is this a man? man? Like, a little man? <laughs> no. no. Okay. My friend is being stupid. Like left. I've that their dynamic is great, and I agree with you. Like. I- Dave Batista actually really carries, I think, a lot of this film because he is so funny. Yeah, him and Pom Clemente Rosamantis, they are they're very good comedic actors. And then Drax has had more of a chance to shine in the last two films than Mantis, obviously not being in the first one, and she's kinda she was kind of a um what's the word? She basically Moved the plot along in the second one a little yeah. bit. Plot really uh, yeah, uh, an exposition machine. Basically, she was yeah. there to tell the characters yeah. what's going on and what who Ego is. But I really like that she gets a chance to just be silly. And I agree the vet where they're trying where they're flying over and basically they don't <laughs> understand why everyone's like that. The people of Earth must be completely traumatized because obviously you've had the snap, you've had aliens invade from new york you know it's like mm. as soon as a spaceship just cut appears like oh my god here we go again something yeah. else is gonna happen <laughs> like... I tell you, another character i think is kind of a bit unsung is actually craglin like is that... sean 
That's, Sean Gunner's cracking. Yeah, Sean Gunner's. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, he's he's always really sort of nailed his role. Yeah, mm. he's good. He's really like, he's, good. He's never had a big part to play. He's he's very much the heart of the film. Yeah, mm. more of the schlocky scenes where you like anyone else would play that. You just oh god, not another sort of heartfelt scene. But he always kind of sells it. Yeah, it's always mm. quite sentimental, and it, it, I I I think he's really sort of unsung, really, because uh, no, I I he's kind of the heart, and I think him sort of taking that Yondu role, yes, almost sort of the leader of the the Ravagers and things. I, I think that's quite it's quite nice. Plus yeah, I agree. I think I actually think working. he was really good in this too, and I think the weakest person, not to be like like being harsh to him, but I actually think the weakest person was Chris Pratt. Yeah, it did seem like he just didn't, even when. Kevin Bacon was there and he was like, you guys have adopted Kevin Bacon. It just kind of was like, I feel like you're just here to get paid for this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas the rest of them seem to have like, even um, what's her face is Nebula. Like um, I love when she's like, she only has like a few lines, but it was really funny. It was like, you can't run from me, Bacon <laughs> like, <laughs> chasing after him. I think that's really funny, but Chris Pratt just kind of felt like he was chewing the scenery a bit. A bit. Yeah. Well, I guess most of the plots have been about him. So it was kind of nice to get, away from the him. background yeah. and whilst the plot is about him he's more the instrument of drive like to drive the plot isn't yeah. he really mm-hmm. and he gives the other people the other characters a bit more time to shine yeah apart from maybe yeah. rocket he didn't really get much yeah it's because he's gonna die that's why oh no <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to give him more plot he's gonna be oh, dead no. <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah i think i think rocket is going to be very plot centric for a Three, so they probably, they probably wanted to give the others. Also, yeah. Rocket's kind of gimmick in the first two films is he basically will shoot first, ask questions later. Which, well, obviously, um, yeah, Ma- <laughs> yeah, Mantis and Drax are a bit heavy-handed, but they're not yeah. going to necessarily go out their way to kill people. No. Whereas Rocket is very much, uh, uh, I mean, he literally pulls his gun on Kevin Bacon <laughs> in the first five seconds of yeah. them, so. No. Um, and but I do think that Rocket's going to be basically the focus of the third film. Obviously, with Gamora yeah. coming back with Quill as well, so it'd be, it's nice that they've given the other characters a bit of a run out. Um, I wonder as well if Chris Pratt was maybe in the middle of filming one of the Jurassic World films or something else at the time. Well, I, I, th- yeah, I think I think Gunn said that they were filming three whilst they did this. Oh, so it was it was an opportunity. Like okay. I, this, I, just from a recent interview. He was saying that um, the man with all the insight. He was saying that. Your uh, friends with him, you know him. Oh, I mean, yeah. He was like, First "Toby, I'm going to level you. This is this is how it went." <laughs> um, they were filming quite heavy stuff, so I think we're all right in the sense that Guardians Three is going to be more somber and a bit darker. Mm. But I think he he sort of wrote this in light of that, and it was whilst they were filming, it gave them a bit of levity and a bit of brevity um, to sort of avoid the really darker storyline that they're currently writing with Three. Mm. Maybe that's why Chris Pratt was a bit meh because he's doing really depressing just, stuff. Just so sad. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe he's just a real method actor. Gets really into it, you know. Gets maybe. chased by dinosaurs and then comes to this. <laughs> but yeah, we. I mean, we we enjoyed it, right? Overall, I guess mm. it's yeah. it's not as good as Werewolf by Night. I think we'd agree as yeah, a Werewolf special presentation, which is much better. But um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's 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 a Christmas sorry holiday special, yeah. um, which and it is kind of what you'd expect it to be. So, um, do we think it's going to really have a bearing on three 
anything yeah. that happens. I thought, I, I thought you were going to answer that yourself with a no, but I'll do that. No. I'm <laughs> just going to ask myself the questions the for now. It's just the exposition. I think it's just saving a bit of time with the expositions. It's yeah. Just, it's just a scene setting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Taster, really, I think more than anything. I don't think yeah. it's really going to change. Now we know they're in nowhere. I feel like now that we're talking about it, I think like the fact that we know Mantis and Peter are half siblings, they're related. One of them's going to die. <laughs> You're determined that was going to die. <laughs> well, well, like, why would you do that? I mean, it's. Yeah. A, I mean, I can't argue with you on that. Yeah. Fair, what but... would be the point of setting that emotional payoff unless they're just going to be like, yeah, we're siblings now we're gonna just my, do sibling it, stuff you know? bet- between those two my money would be on quill yeah. yes yeah yeah, yeah. Because... I, think, I think i totally agree that to- with toby that quill could definitely be one of the high ones to die because who is the last main character to die in the mcu iron man right so since yeah. since yeah so since endgame we've not had and I mean, visions died. Again. <laughs> I feel like you know. Is this a trick question? It no, like, no, yeah. but it's yeah. not. So this yeah. is this is what I'm getting at. There's been. I, there's... I guess technically, visions died again because uh, he came back to life yeah. in one division, and then he died again in one division. But like, I mean, literally died. Well, uh, a I think, version of him. I think we all yeah. suspected that Vision wasn't really there anyway, so yeah. it didn't. But that's what I mean. There's it's no. Super Theseus. What are the What are the stakes <laughs> of the MCU now? If no one's dying or leaving the MCU, mm. then what is this? They're basically fighting. It's basically stories of they fight a villain, the villain gets defeated and life goes on. Yeah. Like we've had with Doctor Strange and obviously yeah. Spider-Man, which was obviously a bit different. Um, but um, for Love and Thunder, they're all the kind of usual mm. ABC kind of Marvel. Whereas if we need, we need something that's actually going to, what's, what's, what's the, gr- it, they don't have an effect on the grander picture. Yeah, so some I I think as much as I love the Guardians, something like that needs to happen in order for us to actually start caring again. As yeah. to oh, there are there is actually stakes to this because yeah. we've got oh we'll just watch them in the next film. Maybe not because they might be dead. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, true. I think we need true. that kind of we need that kind of. So you want them all to die then? Uh, I want someone to die. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I I want I want a sense of um... after watching this holiday special, <laughs> you want them to. Die. <laughs> That's the Christmas spirit. That the Christmas cri- spirit. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> now I want I just want a sense of uh, at stakes in the MCU again, something that mm. means something rather than going, oh, this film is going to come up, but I'm only going to see them for a film, so it doesn't really matter. It's true. You know? it's true. It's we true. need some. We need something to actually be worried about. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially well, considering like the, one of the only characters that did die of the Guardians is now back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, it's very true. Yeah, I mean, it took even, me a minute there to be like, who? But I mean, yeah, even tomorrow. even when Agent Coulson died in yeah uh, the Avengers, he came back in Agents of Shield. Shield. So I was like, did, so he yeah, did die. Yeah. So wasn't really very good. It would have been better him just being dead. Yes, it would have been. I mean, yeah. but yeah. more poignant. Mm-hmm. But yeah. this is this has been a problem with the MCU, I guess. Yeah. So, oh, wow. in conclusion, for this this uh, episode, for our f- thoughts on the Christmas special, kill more people, Marvel. <laughs> kill them and keep them dead. That is what we want. We want you to kill more of our beloved characters and make sure they stay dead. That's what we want. Uh, yes, just like the <laughs> just like Thomas and Marvel made. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> just keep killing them. Just keep 
killing them all the time. Like, what a merry Christmas to you. Guys. There you go. Done. Sorry. James merry Scott. Christmas. Toby, get on the phone to James, gun, your friend, and tell him that's what we were asking for. Just kill and... everyone in it. <laughs> JG, you just get that culling machine going. <laughs> and make sure they don't come back. That's what yeah. we want as well. Yeah. That's I do exactly theorize that. one day Iron Man will be back. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, in seek, I, I think this is the secret wars. Sort of, I, I, I feel it's all building up to just doing this really, really hammy portal scene again mm-hmm. to just be like Avengers assemble yet again, but get everybody who's been dead or like moved Old. on. Yeah. yeah, everyone, bring them back. Whether or not it's the original version or a multiverse version. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bring them all back just for the one big battle scene. Yeah. And then they, they can all sort of hasta la vista. Kind of like um, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Yes. Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, get, get them back in for the scenes and then, you know, just peace out multiverse over. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that's really the only thing at this point I think could get the same sort of crowd reactions that we got back in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah, don't I know. I wouldn't want Robert Downey Jr. to come back. I think he had. I still, I still think it'd be cool if you got Tom Cruise in. He could, yeah, a multiverse version where Tom Cruise is Iron Man comes in, does his thing, leaves, one off, done. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd actually love that. I know some people may be like, oh, but he was initially meant to be Iron Man, and I thought he was going to be in Illuminati in uh, Multiverse of Madness, but he wasn't. But I, I would actually that would, for me, he is. Com- Tom Cruise is an interesting character, is what I'd say. But I definitely think it would be great if he would be Iron Man in one of these films, just because I think it would be just that would be a cool cameo, right? Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Kevin Feige, because you're also listening. I mean, if both James Gunn and Kevin Feige—they're the other two top listeners. Yeah. The other two. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's awkward that you're both listening. Hope you're okay. Um, (laughs) Hope Hope your friendship's still there. Yeah. There was a funny joke the other day where Kevin Feige was talking about Guardians of the Galaxy three, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, after this film, he's off to work somewhere. I'm not entirely sure where. I can't remember." (laughs) (laughs) As a tear rolls down his eye. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, but, but yeah, so this was fun. It was yeah. uh, it was it was enjoyable. You know, it, it was, did you mean the podcast or the the the, the, pod, the podcast is always funny. It's <laughs> never not fun. Until you have to edit the hour. Until I have to edit this hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he says this through gritted teeth. It's <laughs> never not fun. Ian, just shut up. Cut down the editing time, please. <laughs> But we don't we don't know what the next special presentation will be. Hopefully, something uh, you know unique, something we haven't seen before, but more like Werewolf by Night. That's a good question. What would you want it to be? To fit to to round up, what would you want the next special Ooh, presentation to be? I don't know. Someone else talk while I think. Uh... <laughs> vamp, vamp for me. <laughs> I'd, quite, I'd quite like a Kang feature. Yeah, Maybe, like give because he's supposed to be the big bad. But really, other than he who shall remain or he who remains, whatever it is, in Loki, hmm. that's kind of the only insight. Yes, he's going to be in Ant Man, and maybe they they build his backstory a little bit more there. Mm-hmm. It'd be kind of interesting to see a few variants mm-hmm. of him, just 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 a short little just doing their thing. Yeah, maybe yeah. like twenty thirty minutes, just to give him a character, give him a bit of character. You know, give him. Ooh. You something could, that he has done. You could have one of his variants being killed off by another one of his variants. Exactly, yeah. Like yeah. anything like that. You could you could really just I mean 
you wouldn't even have to do a, a full 45 minutes. You could do half an hour. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like, almost like a what if episode. Man, maybe you should just be doing what Kevin Feige does, dude. I'd, I'd watch I, this I know, stuff. I know. Uh, that's a really good idea i was thinking of like you could maybe do an x-men thing maybe with like rogue like like discovering a powers game but we kind of had that already but maybe like one of the more obscure x-men something a little less known to like introduce that a bit more because obviously namor has uh mentioned that he's a mutant now so it's established we have mutants so you could do a special presentation with a mutant which would be cool mm-hmm. uh, now you've said that with kang i'm like that would be really cool like we're following a like just one of his variants who's a bit more like normal or just like a super genius and then kang the conqueror appears and kills him like that would be yeah. pretty cool because that introduces yeah. kang as a multi-dimensional being it introduces more of kang the conqueror and it introduces the idea of multiple kangs that's a really good idea yeah agreed Agreed. I, yeah. I like I like the X Men idea as well. I like the fact that we could introduce the X Men in a kind of soft launch kind of way with mm-hmm. uh, a lesser known mutant. Uh, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm already getting Daredevil back, so that's my wish list sorted. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. you so don't care anymore. You know? I, well, I, I Daredevil. It'd be better off focusing on these one off shorts, yes. rather than doing all the TV shows. Agreed. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm inclined to agree. I've not been blown away by any yet. Like I said, the start of One Division was great. It kind of really fell off towards the end. Loki was probably the best. Loki's been my favorite. Yeah, too. Loki was great. But that's I quite really like good. What If as well. What yeah, if? Yeah, it was cool, good, but it's, particularly it's, the end. That's that's that same kind of premise, though. It's kind of like a you know one-offs kind of here's some ideas thrown out there which Mm -hmm. is what we're getting and would be interesting um Mm -hmm. their problem Mm -hmm. is everything they do now is linked to everything else so they need to really think it through the only one where it wasn't massively linked was um moonlight which i i yeah like i it was it was definitely out of the tv shows is still one of the better ones it's, but it's a broadly good, but it's closer to broadly fine than broadly great. I think it, again, starts really well. And then it gets really good when we enter the asylum. We're not sure if what's real, what's not. Mm-hmm. But then in the end, it just becomes like action hero-y again. And they're like fighting. And I just kind of ends. It has a very similar ending to WandaVision in the sense where it just becomes very cliched yeah. Marvel universe again. Yeah, you know? I I have just looked up... Um... 10 top 10 special presentations we'd like to see on our website and howard the duck uh is is one that comes up quite a lot so maybe it'll be that but i'd like that i'd like i'd like that too um but whatever it is we will um i'm sure when it comes out we will be back to talk about it that i think is all the time we have for today um thank you both for joining me it's been thank a lot of fun much. good laugh as always utter chaos as always obviously. did you say good luck to us there good laugh oh <laughs> you went good luck this is it you're done good luck good luck after this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're never coming back <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh christ our editor our editor of uk film review chris is probably listening to this being like yep you're never coming back <laughs> Ah, these people. (laughs) They're the worst. We love you, Chris. Um, Yeah, Uh, yeah, we do. We do. We do. Um, But yeah, thank you both. Thank you to. Thank you. Um, thank you, everyone listening. We hope thank you, you enjoy Toby. it. Thank you to our to those six people who have us at the top of their Spotify Wrapped. 
and uh yeah thank them as well thank yeah. our listeners as well in in uh ghana uh in haiti there's like we have quite a large following there on our demographic so thank you specifically to you guys like that's very nice of you to be listening but we do appreciate yeah. our listeners all over the world yeah thank you for is... listening and brazil as well who are currently winning in the football there you go that's a positive thing thank you everyone for listening thank you yuki for review thank you toby and ian and this has been the phantom zone and we will speak to you next time thank you goodbye